This podcast is brought to you by The Flying Squid. You can get immediate access to all of our podcasts and other unique content on our Patreon at Flying Squid Comedy. And if you like this show, or let's be honest, even if you don't, please be sure to like, review, and subscribe. you all too, ladies and gentlemen, from Atlanta, Georgia, performance artist and love magic with a K, which, give it up for, really, she needs no introduction, Jenny Glitz, welcome to the show. Hi, oh, thank you so much for having me, this is so special. It is very special. Jenny, thank you so much for coming on the show. I know you're very, very busy on OnlyFans right now. And with your art, uh, you've got a lot going on. So we really appreciate you juggling and making some time for us here on Love Pandemic. Oh, you're more than welcome. It's very important to take time out of a busy schedule and, and give back to other people out there who are having problems with love and sex and the like. <laughs> Well, it's very gracious of you, after all you've been through, to share that knowledge with this audience. So we will be taking questions in a little while. Uh, 575-322-8733 is the number to call here live on Love Pandemic if you want to talk to Jenny. Now, Jenny and I, we go way back, don't we, Jenny? <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? We go way back, don't we? Uh, I've known you for... Oh, yeah, we, um, I used to... Uh... I was doing research. I was dancing at the Claremont Lounge, uh, and one day Liam walked in during the day shift. It was about a two o'clock day shift. I remember you could see all my scars quite clearly, um, and we started talking. And I explained to him that this was part of a, a bigger picture, if you will. What I what I do at the Claremont Lounge. Uh, I'm a performance artists, especially in uh, love and sex, especially of the magic nature, because I believe orgasms are magical and should be incorporated into rituals in everyday life. Yes, lovely. And I remember after I met you, I was enamored and blown away by all your knowledge. And then you said you were an artist and we went and saw your, your exhibition, The Big Bang. And wow, I was blown away. Thank you. Yes, the Big Bang is very apropos. It was actually a Big Bang. I brought uh, people up from the audience to join me in a nice big gang bang, and oh, bang, we did. <laughs> it was like a gong. I mean, just magical. Just, uh, just an amazing, amazing um, uh, experience. Now, what, could, what, what advice would you give for anyone out there who's looking to become a sexual magic practitioner and or performance artist, Jenny? Oh, well, where do you even begin? It's not really something you choose. Sex magic chooses you. Uh, it's, it's a calling in a way. Uh, oh, here comes Bruce with my cocktail. Thank you, Bruce. And, uh, Thank you. Hey, Jenny, and, um, Carl here. Yeah. Uh, hate to butt in, but uh, maybe we could define what sex magic is for, for those who, who don't know. I, I'm not sure that I know. I have an idea, but I don't think it's right. Okay, uh, sure. Well, basically, sex magic believes that you can have what you want in your life. It's, it's not much different than regular magic, except you harness the power of an orgasm to help you achieve what it is, because we believe that orgasms are probably the closest you'll ever come to God. Mm. <laughs> so if you go ahead and you take that energy and that power and harness it, and set it toward whatever you want in your life, you can achieve what you believe. Wow, okay. Yeah, it's like a shortcut, uh, Carl. And, you yeah. know, I've, it I've... is a shortcut, you know, but, you know, some of us prefer them long, if you know what I'm saying. Well, <laughs> well different strokes for different folks, as they say. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, you're not joking. You ain't whistling Dixie here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, always such a romp with you. Oh, so much fun. 
Well, yeah. So thank you for sharing that. I, um, yeah. And, and, and to all those would be practitioners out there, how can they get started? What's the first step on the road to sexual magic when it chooses you? Well, I think the first thing to do is you have to really let go of a lot of your inhibitions. We're taught as young children that our inhibitions are uh, something to look, uh, to, to keep locked away, to, to not accept, not explore. Uh, it's very important to be open. I, that's partly why um, one of my very favorite shows that I ever did, I took all my favorite toys as a child uh, by Teddy Ruxpins and my Rainbow Brights and, and whatnot, and basically had a, a big sexual revelation. I humped all of them on stage because mm. I think that children are taught that humping inanimate objects is a very bad thing to do, where I think it's actually very healthy mm. because inanimate objects always give consent. So what a great way to explore your sexual prowess uh, as a young person coming into their own as to explore with inanimate objects around you. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then just get just get wild, like you said. Release all those inhibitions. Squawk like a chicken. You know, uh, walk around on your hands. Oh, yeah. um, you know, pull your, pull your shoulders back and just go crazy with your head. Do everything you can. Give yourself a... Give yourself a crick in the neck for a couple of days and learn the lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. That's right. It's very important because if, um, if you don't realize who you are as a sexual being, you will never achieve what you can in your sex magic, you see. Mm-hmm. It's very important to be in touch with that. And in touch and touching. Oh, yeah, you get it. I like this guy. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> tell you what. Well, you've just been such a profound influence on me. You know, all of your shows. I remember uh, seeing you do something very special with a with a birthday cake uh, that just, <laughs> another pun here, <laughs> blew my mind. And, um, and, and, you know, you've just never ceased to amaze me live. And in person, uh, Jenny. So I've been a longtime follower and just a big, just a big fan. Uh, I try not to oh. gush, but I can't help myself. Oh, Liam, uh, gushing here is welcome. Don't you worry. The more gushing, the better. <laughs> well, there's another fun pun for you. <laughs> We're just having too much fun on the show, I'll tell you. Folks, we are live. If you'd like to call in and ask us a question, the number to call is 575-322-8733. Just a general reminder from your host here. And I'm happy to talk to you, Jenny, just <laughs> until the cows come home, you know, until we get closer to God. <laughs> now, Jenny, I, I've got a question for you about the... Um, okay. About the inanimate objects and kind of releasing these inhibitions. Uh, now, to to a certain extent, I you know, well, so I'll just come right out with it. There was a there was a homeless individual who was who was having sex with all the mailboxes on my street a couple months ago, and unfortunately, this individual got got locked up and 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 sent sent away for for what they called a crime. Uh, apparently, it's a, a federal crime, even, to be tinkering with, with mail in that way. But for me, I thought, this man is lonely, and, uh, and he needs his, his outlet just like we all do, because Lord knows homeless people aren't getting mail. Now, what would you suggest for somebody who doesn't have a, a good way to find a uh, a, a healthy outlet, be it inanimate or not. Hmm. Let me think about that. I think you know that's an interesting question. Unfortunately, I would recommend not um, sticking your boner in mailboxes, uh, UPS, uh, FedEx, especially. They're they're kind of hard asses about yeah. that. And here's the thing: uh, if you really want an audience, if you want an audience. Have a put on a show, put on a show because uh-huh. then you get paid and it's totally legal. Wow. If you know what I'm saying there, uh, if that's if you're trying to find an outlet, you do have to compromise to a certain extent. You just can't, you know, stick it anywhere you want in public. But mm. there are certainly places, and you know, even right now, I would 
with the pandemic going on, I would really recommend people uh, explore their ecosexuality. Uh, we believe as ecosexuals that you can heal the earth by having sex with trees. Uh, if you have a yard with a nice tall fence, I think tonight this would be a wonderful time to, to really give it to that mm. oak tree in the back. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, uh, we used to um, go out in the sandbox and play as well and just you know just heal and love the earth we would make different uh shapes out of the sand and and make it as lifelike and realistic as we possibly can just soaking into the earth and showing it how much we really cared especially now with the clear skies it makes it even more of a beautiful expression and mother nature can can really hone in on yes on the vibes exactly you know there's a there's a lot of shame tied in with sex and uh, I'm here to go ahead and tell you it's okay to have sex with the dirt if you feel like it. Just make sure there are no small children or elderly watching you. Yeah, I would also uh, offer a word of caution to our listeners that if you're out in the wild and you you find a a nice hole that seems to be just right, uh, there's a good chance that there might be another creature living in that hole. Just be cognizant of that, uh, because you might come out worse for the wear. That's right. And be sure to use protection as well, because not only could there be another creature in that hole, but there could be another creature who's been in that hole. Mm -hmm. So be sure to protect yourself and keep yourself safe. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's one thing we should definitely, even though we advocate that you should have sex uh, with nature, however, animals cannot give consent. So do not accidentally or purposefully try to have sex with an animal. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Uh, REI actually sells uh, condoms for uh, this this sort of practice. I believe they have a uh, a Rockbuster uh, condom series for uh, the the ultra rigid uh, terrain that you might encounter while you're spelunking. That's right. If you're up in the Rocky Mountains and you need to drop a hammer down, then you're going to want to drop by RAI. They're really smooth, uh, actually, lambskin. Yeah, and the best part about it is uh, if any time within a year, you can return it, and they'll just give you your money back. They're a great company. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, that's great for cosmophiliacs. You know who those are, right? The Cosmophiliacs. No, I don't. Cosmophiliacs, they are aroused to caverns, crevices, and valleys. So that's really a wonderful demographic for you to, Mm -hmm. you know, they usually, it's wonderful. If they're wearing Tevas on their feet, they should wear something Teva-like on their genitals as Mm -hmm. well. It's the niche that makes you rich. That's what you always say, Carl. Yeah, that is. That's what I say. And, And yet, you know, here I am, I'm... Not quite rich yet, but I'm finding that niche, so... Well, there you go. It's all about the journey, not yeah, the destination, Carl. Yeah, yeah. And we're together, at least, and we're here with... Yeah. We're here with Jenny Glitz, everyone. Performance artist and love magic, with a K, practitioner, witch, from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, previously, by way of... I know you've made your rounds around the country. Uh, Jenny, what, what are some of the most sexually charged and interesting cities around the country yay even around the globe hmm let me you know you would be very surprised the smaller towns are actually much more sexually charged because there's so much uh repression in the small towns Mm. you know uh winston-salem north carolina surprisingly very sexual town you wouldn't see that coming Mm. uh at, at all uh it's uh there's a lot happening bubbling right under the surface there you know once you get those people in a room and give them a little bit of wine and a and a sarong to put on watch out mm. you are gonna have your 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 holes penetrated that's all i can say well, it's gonna happen <laughs> well what a, what a delicate way to say it yes i i guess does it does it make sense then that that the repression just goes into the astral realm and during those sexual moments comes back up kind of like Carl Jung said with the shadow self but these repressed sexual ideas come out in these smaller more conservative quote-unquote places and then just uh, their expression tends to be how would you say maybe just a little bit more explosive 
say that, you know, a, a lot of the things that people would find to be uh, darker sexual fetishes are, are born from the fact that you've been repressing uh, very healthy, uh, normal uh, sexual urges and desires. And, and when that is stuck in the shadows, of course, that kind of fluxes and, and becomes these much darker things. So that's why I believe it's very important for you to, to explore your shadow self, your sexual shadow self, and, and to, to not wallow in it, but to walk through it. Mm, wow. Yeah. Now, now you brought up Salem, North Carolina, but it, 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 Peaked uh, a thought in my brain that uh, you know the Salem witch trials. Uh, my understanding is that that was a heavily sexually charged uh, scenario. There, what do do you have any insight into uh, what kind of sexual magic practices uh, those women must have been doing to drive the the whole town mad? Well, that's Salem, Massachusetts, not yeah. to be confused with Winston-Salem, mm. North Carolina, right. but in Salem, Massachusetts, I'll just say this, there's a reason witches carry brooms with very large broomsticks, okay? Mm. Well, you asked a question. Very, it, it, the reason that the witches were burned is that the broomsticks were so big, they were intimidating the men there, and then the men who are so repressed don't know how to deal with those feelings, and that's why they thought the only thing to do was to obviously burn these witches. Hmm. Hmm. The story of, of, of broom envy, yeah. as it were. Mm. Shaft envy. Yeah. You know. Indeed. Yeah. It's, it's a dark road. You know, there's a lot of puritanical values, I think, in our past history. And how does that have to do, uh, Jenny, with, with past lives? Like, do those repressions from those pilgrims that we are now incarnated into this world here uh, in, the, in, in the pandemic world, um, how do the, does that add up? Is it exponential? Is it subconscious? How does that work? Past lives? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, if, if there is uh, uh, prior issues that were not dealt with in lives of the past, that absolutely will carry over, uh, as you can uh, very much imagine. I am convinced my, my past life was definitely uh, as a Greek woman, uh, you know, so we, we, were, we were known to be a little, um, you know, a little promiscuous as it was. I've definitely, I, I, I would say that's something that you definitely can work through with sex magic. Uh, you do have to allow yourself to, to climax, but you can definitely work through past traumas of different lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a great, that's a great answer. Now, <laughs> We, we that's what you were asking about, right? I'm having a hard time hearing in my, my headset here. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's exactly what I was asking about. Oh, no, that's fine. Perfect. You must just be picking up what I'm asking yeah. without even hearing the words. She doesn't even need the headset. She's a witch. So, Jenny, we've had a, uh, a caller who had uh, written in a question. She, they say, my wife grew up as a very devout Southern Baptist. I want to get a little witchy in the bedroom, but she kept saying no. How do I convince her? Well, uh, witchcraft is no different than Christianity, if you really look at it, uh, especially Catholicism, the rituals, the, uh, the, the candles, the, the colors, the designs. It's, it's no different, really, when you think about it. Uh, I would just go ahead and really go down her path of what rituals does she experience in church? Mm -hmm. And maybe you could take those rituals and put them in the bedroom and give them a little kinky twist, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, I see, I see. So like, uh, you know, maybe sitting in a pew for a while or, or kneeling and then standing and then kneeling and standing, or I guess that's Catholic, but... Uh, well, it still sounds pretty hot. Or maybe uh, singing yes, out of course, of tune. there's kneeling, there's standing, uh, being uh, 
subservient to men oh, seems to be a popular one. Uh, it's not much different. In the, you can just take that right into the bedroom. And once you open her up a little bit more and a little bit more to that, then I think you're going to have no problem uh, throwing a, a pentagram in there or a Ouija board or some candles or a crystal and some incense. I mean, there's already incense in church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just piece by piece, just kind of co-opting the uh, the religious institution for sexual magic. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the flatulence of the land. The religious institute co-opted paganism, so let's just co-opt it back. You know what I'm saying? Full circle. Rewind. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Wow, that's 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 mind shattering. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live here. If you'd like to call in, you have a question for Jenny or Carl, <laughs> then you want to call the number 575-322-8733. And give us a call. We have a lot of folks who have called in over the week, and we have some, some questions that we can go through that have been previously submitted. Uh, but we'd love to hear from you live here on Love Pandemic. It's a viral outbreak. And ladies and gentlemen, our show tonight is brought to you by our wonderful sponsor, Boner pants. Yes, you have heard of this sensation, and the sensation of wearing these uh, is unmatched. These underwear are very special underpants that are designed with compartments for every piece of your man junk. That's right, slip it in and then slide the boys down into those cubby holes because this will give you the most ultimate support. You can check out these boner pants underpants at flyingsquidcomedy.com slash boner. Again, that's flyingsquidcomedy.com slash boner. Slip in the, um, the, the, the magic code of Liam, L-I-A-M, and get 10% off your first order of these underwear. They are quite addictive, Carl. Are you wearing yours tonight? I am always wearing mine, Liam. It's like being kissed by silk in all the right places. Yeah, you know, and right now, Boner Pants, they have a half-chub special where you can buy uh, two for the price of three. I I bought my father a pair, and, oh, he loves them. He just, uh, <laughs> he just runs around the house with them on, and it's, a, it's just like, he's like a child again. You know, it really brings out his, his youth, all of that, that, that repression that he grew up in Catholic Church, I, I think, is is finally is kind of falling to the wayside, and he's he's able to just kind of stretch out and and just feel that silky goodness on his his genitalia. Yeah, I think uh, for a lot of people who are kind of getting over some of their repressions, the elephant shorts are probably their best bet because those are just fun. You can romp around the house and just have yeah, freestyle and just you know, be an elephant or feel like an elephant or part of an elephant uh, with that new design that, that they just launched. But check it out there, folks. FlyingSquidComedy.com slash boner. That's right. Get that half chub special. And we are back with Jenny Glitz. She is a performance artist and a love magic with a K, which from Atlanta, Georgia, calling all the way in. Thank you so much again, Jenny, for being on the show. Oh, my absolute pleasure. No problem. <laughs> well, it's the second half of the show, folks. We are live. 575-322-8733. We're going to go through uh, some of the questions that we've received through the week. Uh, but you're welcome to call in with your questions for us. Uh, we'd love to hear from you here on the show. Hopefully, the uh, this new reality that we're all living in is still is still full of love and romance and 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 you're enjoying it to its absolute fullest remember folks you only live once and you might as well enjoy it right carl that's, that's what you, right that's what you always say i always say you only live once and you only die once unless you're lucky then you die a couple of times and you get brought back to life now we did have one caller uh right in who, who was asking about she said that her her husband had uh, unfortunately died from COVID, and uh, and she 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 misses him dearly. She's very lonely without him, and she was wondering if there's a way to possibly channel 
his spirit and maybe some of that mojo back into the bedroom. Absolutely. Um, I regularly have sex with ghosts. Regularly. It's it's wonderful. You don't have to worry about pregnancy or STDs. Wow. Uh, basically, uh, you just have to have a one-woman seance by yourself. You, you have to think about what uh, items uh, would could you put on a pentagram that would channel the spirit of your husband? Let's say he very much enjoyed uh, fishing. Perhaps you could put a fishing pole in the pentagram. Uh, maybe he was a big fan of Creature Comfort Tropicalia. Go ahead and drop a six-pack in that pentagram. Um, maybe he enjoyed wearing cargo shorts. You can go ahead and lay those within the shape of a pentagram. Uh, there are plenty of uh, spells out there. You can Google them. That will help uh, bring about uh, the, the spirit of your husband. And then, you know, you just have to take the position is what, what you got to do. You just got to lay down and uh, be ready to receive him in any which way he decides to appear. Now, Jenny, if, uh, if, if somebody wanted to, could I lay down like a Dale Earnhardt? number three on that pentagram and uh, get Dale to to emerge into my world here um, what about celebrities can I can, can I get like have you have you ever contacted uh, any dead celebrities like I mean like JFK goodness Lord. oh yeah I mean even I have... after death I'm sure the man is a oh bombshell. sure I've um I've definitely uh, I've had Walter Matthau I've spent time with him. I've spent time with Ernest Borgnine. Uh, I've spent time with some of the great men in Hollywood. But what you do have to understand, if you're, if you're I would hate to say the word nobody, uh, a celebrity ghost kind of has his pick of whoever and whatever it decides it, it wants to have sexual relations with. So that you can call upon a, a celebrity ghost, uh, they might not reciprocate your effort. I, I see. That makes sense. I'm sure that mm -hmm. their channels are getting filled up, and you know, just because they're dead doesn't mean they don't have stuff to do. Yeah, Mickey Rooney's not. And, just and think about all the lo the lovely uh, celebrities that are up there: uh, Greta Garbo, and then Marilyn Monroe, uh, Betty Davis, and all those beautiful women that are up there. They, Chris Farley. They would not want to mess with a with a hippie in Wintersville, Georgia, you know, they, they, they have uh, their pick of the litter. Are, are you saying that, are, well, I mean, okay, well, I mean, I, you didn't have to make it personal, but, uh, I mean, I, I, I just thought I'd ask, you well, know, it's just, maybe they would. She's just oh, saying. I didn't, I didn't realize you lived in no, Wintersville. Yeah, I'm no, it's, it's okay. It's fine. I'm, I'm, I had I'm, no idea. I'm so okay, sorry, I'm Carl. No, it's okay. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, suffice it to say, folks, that, you know, uh, you know, Mickey Rooney's not going to come back and, with his size fives, kick him off and then get down with a, a normie. You know, that's just not. Audrey Hepburn's not going to, you know, show up to to a house in Wintersville. I, it's just, I'm sorry, Carl, about that, too. It's not, I don't think it was well, meant personally. I, 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 I think I had, I think there was a stir the last time I tried. There was like a little bit of a rustle of uh, some some papers. Might have been the wind, but uh, well, I hear it is windy out there. It is winter, Seville. Yeah, I don't know. Might have. I don't, I, well, I'm gonna keep trying. The point you should keep trying. You get out there because I think anything is possible. But you know, we're, we're also realists here. We don't want to give our listeners false hope. We do have a right, disclaimer here right. on the show that yeah. we we want to keep people away from misinformation. Yeah, don't 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 date outside of your league and um don't try to summon dead spirits out of your league either. Right. Because um you might get one that's willing to pretend to be, you know, the spirit you're summoning, but it's it's something altogether different. Exactly. It's just an incubus. Yep. Yeah. And it will and it becomes a succubus. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, what, have you had any experience with, uh, uh, incubi or succubi? Oh, oh, of course. Uh, that can happen. Uh, if, if you are faking an orgasm in the middle of a ritual, that will summon a demon, most likely. Because demons can, uh, 
they can sense dishonesty. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have to be truthful in your orgasms at all times. Do you ever notice the women who fake orgasms are always the ones you don't trust at all? Well, that, mm, there's yeah. a reason. The yeah. demons have been summoned time and time again and inhabit their brains and bodies. That, 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 is, that is interesting to me that um, demons live by a code of honesty. Um, I would not have suspected that, but that's, that's very strange. You know, you, you learn something new every day. Well, there is honor among thieves, as it turns out. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's amazing how such a simple explanation could explain so very much. You know, they also don't have thumbs. Yeah. So it's just like, it's, you know, they, they, they love the sensation of, of playing video games as well, which is a, an interesting demonic Right. I mean, I just have this uh, this vision of demons as being kind of, uh, well, I don't know. I Obviously, they live a more rich internal life than I would ever imagine and, and will ever imagine, probably never becoming a demon myself. But, uh, you know, I, have you, have you, I mean, have you ever had like a, like a fling with a demon? With a what? Uh, a what with a demon? Like a, like a fling, you know? Just like, they, they seem like the bad boys of uh, the other world. Well, I've definitely dated men in, in real life that have been uh, uh, possessed by demons. That has definitely happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's very obvious. They're very uh, energy-draining, uh, energy financially-draining, mm-hmm. uh, lazy, uh, gaslighty. Um, take your things and pawn them. Uh, don't let you uh, finish first when it comes to sexual things. Uh, I've definitely dated a few demons. They might be named Travis, but uh, they definitely were demons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Usually a bass player as well. Someone in the live chat said that uh, Winterville's Wintersville's got the freaks. And based on what you were saying earlier, Jenny, uh, this actually does make sense because you were talking about Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and the repression in these smaller towns. Now, Wintersville uh, would actually be kind of kind of a, a good fit for you, Carl. Now I'm starting to see the big picture why you moved out there. It, yeah, you know, the thing is, um, it, it's a small town, which means that everybody hooks up and and... And once everybody hooks up, you know, it, it's kind of like the demon thing. Like, we, can't, we can only be honest about it. Everyone knows about it. And, and once the lid is blown off, it's just, it's, just, it's just a free-for-all. It's just a bunch of retirees having a good time. They've got nowhere to be. You, you, you pretty much can't even get pulled over for a DUI or if you're getting a, 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 B, a BUI. You know, and and it's 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 been a it's been Sheila and I have, have enjoyed it thoroughly. And uh, if you're ever in Wintersville, look us up because uh, we'd love to meet up. You hear that, folks? That's that's an open invitation. Oh, I will. I'll look you up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a thrill, Jim. <laughs> oh wow, that sounds like a an astral party, like a sex magic, like jambalaya, if you will, just yeah. a. Just a bunch of bunch of good folks coming together. Oh yeah, quite 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 literally. Yeah. Now now, Jenny, you said that you had done some research in the Claremont Lounge. Is that right? That's right. Um, when I decided I wanted to um, explore what it was like to be a stripper, uh, Claremont Lounge was, of course, uh, the only uh, strip club that would accept me. Um, I, I'm what, a little what, different. Why is, why is that? Uh, when it comes think? to, uh, I'm, I'm just a little. Um, I, I, I uh, am an amputee. If you didn't know that, oh, uh, I, I didn't. so it was a, a bit of an interesting thing for them to have. Now they have an amputee on stage dancing. Uh, I was very popular. I just wanted to see what it was like to uh, live the life of a stripper. Uh, sadly, I didn't make enough money, mm. and I had to basically leave that and work full-time at murder kroger yeah so uh it it was a great experience though i I learned a lot about myself sexually 
about what men desire sexually and and mentally and emotionally. Uh, so yeah, wow. it was it was an experience. Now, now, not that it not that it matters, but what 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 happened uh, to, to to be become an amputee? Um, was there an accident? Were you born that way? It was an accident. Um, I got a little too frisky with a chainsaw at one point. Um, oh my! I just I wow. was very sexually aroused to a chainsaw and uh, uh, made a miscalculation. Hmm. And um, I have one leg at this point, one uh, real leg that is mine, and then I have a uh, a wooden leg on my right leg. You've got your good leg and you've got your wood leg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. That's that's right. Well, that's I'm. That's a shame. I'm. I, I'm sorry to hear that. That's. Oh no, no, it's it's wonderful. You know, there are lots of men that are very, very interested in in uh, the nub, yeah. and uh, there's a lot of nerve endings there. So, if anything, it's it's heightened uh, my sexual fulfillment. Wow, I could, I could, I could see that. Uh, that sounds mm-hmm. kind of intriguing, honestly. Uh, and this goes along with what you were saying earlier as well, Jenny. That that inanimate objects are fine, but probably it's a it's a good idea to to think about the nature of the object. Anything's a tool if you use it, and anything's a sex toy if you're brave enough. But you don't want to go cutting your leg off if you know. And certainly, disclaimer here. You know, I, mean, I know you you have a lot more sexual. Uh, sexual uh, engagement with the nub however no one is saying to nub yourself uh that's definitely not advice coming from the show just uh just right to, right practice caution right yeah absolutely oh just absolutely as much as i i believe you should um be very sexually open uh there is a certain safe sex doesn't just apply to wrapping it up uh it applies uh to everything uh, concern your body, including your brain and your limbs. Yeah, indeed. Uh, I would just like to put out another reminder to any listeners that if you have a question for our guest, Jenny Glitz, our number is 575-322-8733. We're here talking about sexual magic and some of the, just the wild uh, wildlife story of, of of Jenny Glitz here, and I I did not know that about the chainsaw. That is, that's that's my it's mildly arousing. I'm I'm not gonna. Is that a strange thing to say? That's I, I feel no. That's absolutely fine. But you see, this is why I don't lead with it. Um, I just like it like it to. Uh, naturally unfurl itself within conversation. Right. Uh, it's perfectly fine to be aroused by it. Uh, I'm. It's flattering in a way. Uh, it is a part of who I am, but it doesn't define me. Yeah, it's it. I, I, it's hard to describe the the emotion that I feel. It's like a it's like a sexual Schadenfreude, you know, like a like a pleasure at at, at other people's discomfort and misfortune, but. In this case, uh, well, I, I won't get too far into my my own predilections, but uh, so 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 you were doing research at, at the Claremont Lounge, and you didn't make very much money because well, maybe because it was it's it's tough to dance with a, a one leg, but um, now now what do you do these days that 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 takes up most of your time as as a professional? Hmm. Well, I am a sex educator. I like to be there to uh, help people with any sexual dysfunctions or concerns they're having, whether we talk about it or we have to be physical. I also have an Etsy shop. Um, I make cute little dolls out of felted wool. Uh, you can find that at, at um, my Etsy shop is Jenny Glitz as well. Uh, and um, most of the days I just... You know, I, I'm, I'm the luckiest woman in the world because I study sex magic. That means uh, most of my days are, are uh, orgasmic, uh, for lack of a better term. I am constantly putting this body to use and seeing what she can do. <laughs> 
and 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 putting it on display and showing it for everyone. When I saw you and your wooden leg at, at Claremont Lounge, I just knew there was something so very special about you. And, and when you oh, appro- well, and, bless your heart, Liam. And when you hobbled up to me, uh, I just I I I just knew there was already a connection there because I wanted to talk to you anyway. Now, now, Jenny, are there any clients or situations where you've had? some negative consequences or, and or let me say this is the question that has come in are there any situations where sex magic might not be such a good idea oh um yes uh i would be very careful with fire uh candles are regularly used in sex magic and i have burned areas that i probably should have um taken care of uh, before um, engaging in such behavior, oh, uh, I, 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 <laughs> it's important to keep um, your hygiene and uh, things trimmed. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> keep it trimmed. Keep it nice and tight. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to set things on fire, and then you've got to smell that burned hair smell. That's mm. not. That's not an aphrodisiac. <laughs> well, it. It depends. Well, it does depend. It does depend. No judgment. If that's your thing, uh, no judgment here. Again, we are not advising uh, any medical advice here on the show. We are not handing out. We're simply uh, having conversation with artist and sexual practitioner, magic practitioner with a K and which uh, Miss Ginny Glitz. And it's just, it's been a great show so far. We appreciate all you out there for listening. And, um, yeah, and all the questions that have come in. If you want to call, 575-322-8733 is the number. And we all, we will be live here for about yeah, 10 or 15 more minutes here on WKKW. Now, now, Jenny, uh, can we talk a little bit about how you discovered your ability to perform? Uh, I know you were working at, at the Claremont there when we first when we first uh, met each other, but how did you discover your unique ability to make it a truly artistic and creative endeavor? Well, I was always a performer growing up. I was an only child. I was uh, very alone. I always um, put on plays in my room. Um, I My first sexual experience was Definitely with my Teddy Ruxpin. He will always be the number one love of my life. Uh, you, you know, that mouth moves really fast. <laughs> um, and as, uh, as uh, life went on in high school, I was very popular. Um, I didn't get asked to prom, but I'll just say I was very popular. Uh, and at that point, after, after college or after high school, I didn't go to college. I decided to just... Uh, go to the college of life and as I had always been a very sexual person and my greatest feeling greatest feeling when I was uh, a young woman growing up was climbing rope at gym class (coughs) excuse me Uh, that just was I just remember doing that and thinking I want to feel like this all the time so when I started uh, exploring uh, my my sexual side, uh, dancing at the Claremont, um, it, it just became a natural progression. Uh, the further and further I took myself sexually, the more and more I met people who appreciated what I was doing. And, and pretty soon, after doing so many free shows for so long, I realized I could charge them to watch me and charge them to be a part of this. And that's basically how uh, it progressed. Wow, yeah. And I think that's a common thread in a lot of people who really find their calling in life, their niche, as I think Carl might be discovering right now, is that things just start to lead to one another and lead to one another. And before they know it, you know, this has gone to that and this person's introduced them to this person. Now, I know... I know that you don't consider what you do uh, to be anything other than than artistic, and and I can vouch for the fact that it is. <laughs> I think a lot of your uh, people on OnlyFans would also agree. Uh, but one of our writers, uh, or our callers, excuse me, writes in 
and asks how pornography affects their sexuality uh, in the magical if they're trying to be you know lost in the astral sexually is uh, is pornography a positive or negative uh, uh, a habit uh, well, you know, I for the most part, I consider pornography to be very positive. Uh, the pornography that is mm, degrading, I, I, like, I, like we discussed before, I believe that becomes a turn-on for people who have repressed themselves for so long that it has to go that dark. And I think at that point, you just have to do a lot of uh, self-reflection, meditation, um, a lot of masturbation, is always good for your brain, body, and soul, uh, and you have to you have to wean yourself into more of the the love, the nurturing, the Mother Earth, the Goddess. That's where the real, mm. true uh, joy and love is when it comes to uh, sex. Wow! Yeah, so beyond lust, you would say something beyond even the more. I don't want to say shallowness of sex, but no. Now, Jenny, do you do you think that Mother Nature masturbates? Oh, absolutely! What do you think pollen is? Why, well, I, I I never thought about that. I thought I always thought of, yeah. <laughs> I guess yes, springtime is the spring. season. That is that is Mother Nature uh, reaching climax. Wow. wow! Which explains why we all feel the way we do in the springtime. I know I am super horny and mm -hmm. being stuck inside, you know, it's just made it more and more difficult. Now my lover and I, we rolled around in the hay a little bit this afternoon, but we were mostly covered up in most places um, just to, to stay safe. We don't want to be spreading anything around, you know, and she's a bit older. That's, that's very socially responsible of you, of you Liam. Thank you, Carl. I I'm, I'm just trying to do what I can to, to flatten and, the curve. And, and responsible of Margaret as well. That's very... You, you two are you two are like a model couple. I, really, well, well, I don't know if you guys are a couple. I just When you're together, you guys are like... Phew, well, I, just, <laughs> I guess it takes two to know two. You yeah. and Sheila are, yeah. are right there as well. Yeah. So, well. And yeah, I, I wouldn't call it official, but, you know, today I texted her on the phone and I said, Hey there button cake face and she said uh, don't ever call this number again or I'll call the police on you <laughs> she's such a she's such a little vixen she's, always playing those yeah, games yeah you know the, the older they get the more the more uh, more playful they get the more feisty yeah she's a she's a character where, where did you guys ever meet you and Margaret we still well we haven't really officially met if you know what I mean not I'm not even sure Margaret's her real name, but uh, that's part of the. You guys of keep it. it you, oh, you live in a whole other realm of dating, Liam. Where you've got you like go to these masquerade parties where people never reveal their their true identity, and and you and you live for for years interacting with these people, and 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 you may never find out that. Oh, that was uh, my lawyer that I was, I was uh, swinging with, or or that was my my kindergarten teacher. Oh my God! Yes, in my community, we've been wearing masks for a very, very long time, mm. way before the spread of this uh, this infectious disease. But but yeah, yeah, it's an interesting circle, and I I I, I encourage people to get involved into whatever it is that they, you know, they want to they want to experience and I think I think Jenny would agree now Jenny do you do you have any uh, particular like I don't know if you would call them spells but but spells that that you might uh, I might use to kind of uh, bring in uh, like like so for instance say I'm you know, I'm in, back in high school, and there's this girl that I think is really cute, but uh, she doesn't seem to notice me. But I want her to think that I'm cute too. Uh, is there like a spell for that sort of thing? Oh, absolutely. Uh, 
You know, it would. Uh, you you got to do it on a full moon. That is uh, when when it is uh, the sex uh, magic is most strongest at that time. Mm. Um, and it's basically you're going to have to self pleasure yourself thinking of her. And it usually helps if you have a photograph. And if you don't have a photograph, you know, go to her window and just look inside while you do it. Uh, mm. That should definitely. Uh, and, and and it's always good to just um, to have some guttural moans while you're doing it, and really, really let nature know that you're gunning for what you want. Wow! So just the the good old fashioned tricks uh, really do work. I yeah. Think. Can can we get an example of one of those guttural moans? Maybe we could all try practice. one. We could practice a little bit the guttural moans. Exactly, exactly what you should be doing. Exactly. Carl, you animal. And be yeah. sure to wear a shroud over your head while you're doing that. No. That's really important. Yeah, you moan better than Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> I learned from the best. Clearly. Wow. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. We always have a great deal of fun here on the show, and uh, we really appreciate uh, you coming by, Jenny. And answering some of these questions these these are not easy questions to answer our listeners out there are very tuned in and they are no stranger uh, no strangers to some of these matters so we really appreciate your your expertise on all of these all of these uh, topics here oh you're more than welcome it was my pleasure gentlemen well is there anything that you would like to tell our listeners before you go uh also do you have any websites or shows coming up anything to plug or let our audience know about we'll absolutely promote it for you oh do i have any plugs yeah Uh, absolutely um i am going to be uh leading a uh sex magic workshop actually uh down in uh uh little five points in atlanta uh, we're just going to go ahead and meet in the middle of five points. Uh, I would wear um, no underwear and a nice long skirt, and I'll bring the rest. Well, that is that is preparation right there, proper prior preparation, and it will prevent poor performance for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Jenny Glitz, performance artist, Love Magic with a K, which in Atlanta, you can find her everywhere. Just Google Jenny Glitz.